If I had to explain what I understand by the word resilience, I would say that resilience is somebody's ability to bounce back, to get back into the flow of life after facing some big challenge, some big life event that really threatens or upsets the normal flow of their life. Today's episode focuses on how we as special needs parents can build up our resilience. Hello, my name is Dr. Marsha Nathai Balkisun, and I'm the author of Lighting the Path, Leaning into a Hopeful Future as a Special Needs Parent. In that book, I talk about many elements that support a special needs parent as they face challenge after challenge in the event that defines that their child has special needs and beyond that through the life that they will live with their special needs child. One of the things that I speak about is resilience. I'd like to start in a different way compared to other episodes that I've done. In this episode, I'm reading an excerpt from my book's chapter 11, which is titled Celebrating Your Resilience. This section is titled Your Challenges Make You. I used to feel that the big challenges in my life were breaking me. All I saw was how unfair and harsh the world was. In truth, life as it is now still has some hefty challenges that hurt and test me hugely, but my ability to grow from challenges has shifted considerably. I have never enjoyed my big life challenges. I have sometimes prayed to God, asking for them to be taken away, And I have even prayed to God at various low points in my life, asking him to not make me wake up the next morning. Life challenges are painful. What has made special needs parenting the most painful experience of my life has been seeing my child become hurt and knowing it is not an owie I can kiss and make better. One day, I will not be here, and she will face the world alone, and I must do all I can to help her develop without any guarantee that she will be able to do so. Without knowing what she will need for this future, I must provide for her financially, physically, emotionally, and more. Shortly after M was brain injured, I spoke with a cousin who shrugged off what happened. He said to me that we all have a purpose in life and apparently I had been born to give service to my daughter. I read into his two sentences that I should just buckle down and accept my fate. I felt resentment and I felt alone. Where was the comforting and the commiseration? The gentle hug of a loved one? 
the fact was, it was not there. But what was there was a message I was resisting at the time. My life circumstance was not going to change. So I'd better align my thinking and feeling and actions accordingly. If I wanted to be less traumatized every single day for the rest of my life. We don't have to understand everything or make everything feel smooth and perfect in our life. How rough and unpretty my authentic life is right now, but how much joy and fulfillment it also gives me. My friend, the whole point of this section of the chapter is to reach out and clasp your shoulder reassuringly. Special needs parenthood is a role that closes up your throat and squeezes your heart far too often. But every time you feel that, you are feeling it because you care for your child. You are feeling it because, with your eyes full of tears, you are daring to raise your head Stare all your old rules in the eye and insist you will persevere. You are persevering, not only for your child, not only for the rest of your family, for you. You are doing this because you count. This situation has not broken you and nothing that is coming is going to break you either as your life with your child moves on. And that is because you are resilient. This is your time. You are resilient. I will say it again. You are alive because countless generations of people have survived So you could be here, so you could share the gift of who you are with the world. Adaptations from those generations have been passed on to you in your very blood through your DNA, in your learned behaviours through your culture and ingrained habits, and even in the memories and emotions and beliefs in your heart and mind. There is also what you bring to the table, for you are not just a product of the past. You are a powerfully thinking, feeling and intuiting individual. And your power resides in your ability to shape your reality and your perception of that reality. My dear friend, there are so many who decided that they could not cope with the weight of being a special needs parent. And I know you understand how that could happen. But you did not decide you could not. You decided to commit to your child. And I know that to be so because you chose to read this book. In In this case, it's because you chose to listen to this podcast. You have had choices and the choice you have made 
is to step into this role as a special needs parent, to struggle, adapt, love, and dare every single day. Do you recognize that only a phenomenal fighter does that? I see you as a real world Rocky. Do you know the movie? Powering through the life challenges that threaten to break you and emerging from each with such inner strength and life lessons to bless the rest of your life. If you take a little time and jot down all the lessons that life has taught you, all the capabilities it has generated in you, all the insights you have developed, and the way you have come to let your inner voice guide you, then you will begin to get an inkling of the unshakable resilience that resides within you. Though unseen, that resilience is so very real and sensed by those who see you. Your special needs child knows, feels and depends on that resilience daily. Today, I want you to connect with that knowing and celebrate it. Your position as a special needs parent is established and you have made it a part of your identity. No matter how heavy it may feel, it is not a curse because you have chosen to continue fulfilling this role of special needs parent. Though we have not met, your journey fills me with hope because this is exactly the thing, the love, the commitment that connected us across space and time. I do feel that I know you, that on a soul level, we know each other and each other's children because we share this aspect of our journey. Do you know what makes you resilient? In my opinion, resilience happens when we are not so baked into the way that we live that we are unable to adapt. Therefore, we have to be flexible enough and committed enough to evolving and learning and growing and changing to allow us, when our circumstances change, to change the way we behave, the way we think, the way we manage stress. To be resilient means to be resilient mentally, emotionally, physically, and even financially. It's not just about not giving up. It's about not giving up to the extent that we don't hold fast to anything and we are willing to change as much as we need to to help ourselves to survive a situation. The most resilient people don't give up their identity 
but they are willing to change their identity, always remaining authentic to themselves. I don't have to pretend to be perfect. I don't always have to look or sound the way I think others need me to look or sound. I just have to stay true to me. I also, in order to be resilient, need to have the ability to connect with, to network with, to build trust and reliance on others. And that means that others need to be there for me. One of the things that many, many special needs parents would tell you and you may have identified this as one of your challenges, is that when our children become special needs children, many of our existing relationships dissipate. People fall away from our lives. And so we learn to network with the people who belong. We learn to let the relationships waste away that must waste away. And we learn to cope with the loss of those relationships. And we learn to bounce back and say, okay, I need to learn how to adapt to this pain of being rejected, this pain of living in isolation. But because I am so willing to change, I change the people around me so that I have social support, so that I have people who can teach me what I need to learn because I will not have all the skills. I will not have the experience in certain areas that I need to have guidance and support on. And so I will go out there and network and find resources and learn from others and do research And that also means that there's a lot of self-control and a lot of belief in my own abilities and in my own power to adapt and to grow. What also comes in this feeling about myself is that I don't have to have all of the answers at any one time, but that innately, I have an ability to solve problems. I don't take myself so seriously that I'm afraid to take chances because I don't want to fail. I'm willing to risk failure. I'm willing to keep trying until I get a solution that helps my child and helps me and my family. And what that means is that I am able to maintain perspective. I am always able to see the learning and the growth, even when I'm going through a slump. I am emotionally aware. And that emotional resilience matters. I can feel broken and I don't have to pretend that I'm perfect or that I'm infallible. I can pause and cry. I can let myself be human and feel hurt. 
I don't hide from my feelings. I face them and I deal with them. And then I move forward again. So resilience requires us to have four main behaviors, in my opinion. The first would be that I always am very clear on my purpose. So I have a vision and a purpose and that sets the direction that I'm heading in. The second is that I think positively. Even though many, many challenges and negative things may be happening from time to time in my journey as a special needs parent, I never give up hope. I always think I will get through this. Even when it's painful, this will not last forever. Let me go out and find solutions. Let me go out and find others with experiences whom I can learn from. Let me try again. The third thing. I'm able to manage my stress and I'm able to be emotionally aware. I continue to be optimistic and I continue to have a good perspective so that I never allow myself to lose momentum and give up. And fourthly, because we are social animals, connectedness really matters. I go out and I network and I build social support. Sometimes that may be one-on-one, face-to-face, person-to-person, real-world connection. A lot of the time it may be online. You are tuning in right now to a resource that's available online. And that is one aspect of connectedness. Another that has really done wonders for me is online connection through social media. I've found people who are going through their own version of my journey of special needs parenting. And by sharing my experiences with them and allowing them to share their experiences with me, I feel so much less alone. I feel like this too I can manage and I help others to feel the same. So those are four takeaways that can help you to level up your ability to bounce back and to be resilient as a special needs parent. Never lose your sense of humor is my bonus point. Even when the chips are down, Try to maintain your hold on having a little bit of fun, doing a little bit that's creative, finding the joy in the journey and not in the destination. I hope this episode brought a lot of value to you. If as you listened, there were times that you found yourself saying, I love that point or I wish she'd remembered to add a certain thing in. Leave me a voice message and let me know. What did you really enjoy? 
What did you wish I had not left out? I'd love to share your feedback with our community on a future episode. Thanks for tuning in this week and I'll see you again next week for another episode of the Special Needs Parent Podcast.